Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So here we are in 2023 and believing God with you all for his plan and purpose to be unveiled even more. Hallelujah. Let's worship him who's worthy. Hallelujah. Blessed be your holy name. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Hallelujah. From the rising of the sun to the going down of the same, your name is to be praised. Hamashikatolo presti. Our Father, we worship you. In the name of Jesus, We worship you, we worship you, we worship you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. To be, oh, mantra liestia, serving you in this day and hour. Rapala crassa le pretty. Neframidos cura bede gen de le brestefelia. We worship you, we worship you. Rapam bradiste fella zente. Hala tapra sampra de kelevia. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Praise your holy name. Praise your holy name. Praise your holy name. You are worthy, Lord. Shemara kapatara mashtakashi kedye bokotokorose. Praise you. Thank you. Mante koste. Meno voto presilido kruto masikatala. Frande sotore meninje le brataka sikatalmo. Frolo bocoto crusuto palpiteri siti. Frade coto rapapara stele soto roco masite. We worship you, Rambo Zore Gelegente. Ranto corcete prosopafalana maracasta. Worship you, worship you, worship you, worship you. Rapaze prastacala mantariata. Manacasta crafa de cosucoto corriente. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Rabudure de Bristi. Hallelujah. 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 Worship you. Praise you. Praise you. Praise you. Praise you. Praise you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. 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 Bless the Lord, O my soul. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that lives within me. Bless his holy name. Hallelujah, mashere barakabarandere, vredo sukoro de malmarashe kerimandarabaya. O mante pervalinto robo serabaveriente, we give you thanks, leprosuke matere de mendi, fretusio predila mandara zembarando rocurashere belvete. Hallelujah, thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord. Praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you. Lefavura zemonto prezede mamarandereste. Worship you, Lord, repetere vinderikisto rabalma, freno sura delegede brosto crobateli. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Father, thank you, Father, thank you, Father. Hallelujah, serunete parabanda, jeprikilos sorofala denje, 
Henadrosto membrevidil darukosto. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Lesorete presente senodombre tivadel arabocostome zevredisht menacrastal maravido aletovridiste vibgib messi supra mi belistombras emitaldo setevrito masse pave filetamaca andamisoratil berifrendo eleradigasto we give you thanks, Lepra Palmonos Dobronomo. We give you thanks, Lepra Samatelbe. We give you thanks, Tefas do Pretile Maniha. Verezundoroste Brishele Prada Cantai. We give you praise, Hallelujah, Shemokrudo Bole Drenti. Thank you, 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 thank you. Manasare toro sere tereban jerebrelde. We give you praise in this place. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you. Thank you for your precious spirit. Oh, who indwells us today, who's in our midst. Oh, we worship you. We worship you. We worship you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We'll just open up our Bibles to the fourth chapter of Colossians and observe a prayer there that Epaphras named there. He's, uh, you know, most likely the pastor of that local church. And... Uh, he was among them and from that group of people. Notice how it says in verse 12, Epaphras, who is one of you, a servant of Christ, saluted you. So uh, this is most likely, according to scholars and others who are familiar with these writings, that this is possibly the pastor of that church and he was among them a person from that background, the Colossian people. And he, he goes on, he talk about a prayer there, saluted you. And he goes on, always laboring fervently for you in prayers that you may stand perfect and complete in all the will of God. That's uh, quite a prayer there. And uh, along with his labors in the word, he also labored in prayer for that congregation. Praise God. I believe that we will hear that also in Canada from Colossians 4.12. Hallelujah. Notice that his heart was so uh, in tune and with that kind of uh, desire and zeal that it continued into prayers for other places also in the neighborhood, the surroundings. He said, I bear him record that he has a great zeal for you 
and them that are in Laodicea and them in Hierapolis. So his heart is also uh, full of even believers in other places. Hallelujah. You can see this is quite a genuine person. And the uh, thrust of it all is that prayer. I believe we can take it there from the heart of God that that prayer is also for us, each one of us, and that we may stand perfect and complete in all the will of God. Hallelujah. So uh, maybe we'll hear the 13th verse also in Kannada. Nimma Vishaya Vagyu, Lavodikera Vishaya Vagyu, Hiriapunera Vishaya Vagyu, Avanu Bahu Asakti Lavanagidan, and do Avana Vishaya Dali Nanu Sakshi Hirutine. Praise God. So there is a, you know, a heart for not just ourselves, but also for those who are believers sharing the common faith. And uh, we need to be on fire and fervent in our spirit about such also remembering the saints because we are actually one family and we're all going home one of these days. Hallelujah. And, um, you know, all of this sectarian behavior and just so, you know, full of uh, maybe envy and all of that kind of stuff is just natural and fleshly and the more we are in tune with the heart of God, the more we understand the family that God chose. Praise God. And uh, I believe that uh, we're getting more and more concerned about, uh, you know, being in tune with the Spirit and harmony with God, especially because we know that the day of the Lord is coming. Hallelujah. So let's also consider that uh, God wants us to be complete, to stand perfect, to stand uh, in a way that you are blameless in the will of God for your life and for each individual and even the church. So there is a will of God for each person and we cannot be negligent of it. We need to know it. And this is one of the prayers that can be prayed over and over from which we can tap into uh, the answer the solution, praise God, and that there is a higher plan, there is a greater plan than just uh, whatever is going on in the natural world, hallelujah, praise God. So these are the truths that we need to consider, um, you know, and become kind of sober about every now and then, thinking about the plan of God, the will of God, and God is interested in each one of us being accomplished in it and fulfilled in it. Praise God. Notice 1 John 5.14, and this is the confidence that we have in Him, that if we ask anything according to His will, He heareth us. Praise God. And so we have uh, God's attention when we ask according to His will. That confidence is supposed to be our confidence. That if we ask according to God's will, he will hear us. And this is his will. And so this is definitely going to get God's attention. And it continues in verse 15. If we know that he hear us, whatsoever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we desired of him. Praise God. That taken together, you can see uh, how we can 
enjoy the benefit of the confidence that God has heard us and therefore we will receive what we are asking for. Praise God. And so notice that these things all uh, are working together in a way that you have confidence that uh, you have asked God according to his will and therefore you are expecting answers, you are expecting things to happen. Praise God. Let's hear 1 John 5, 14 and 15 also in Canada. Hallelujah. So if one were like Epaphras praying certain prayers and uh, to such an extent where Paul said, I bear him record or I also know and have seen and I know what kind of prayers and you know what kind of desire this man has, that it is so uh, you know, available just in plain sight that he's zealous about these kind of things. Uh, has a heart for the people of God that they should be complete and perfect in all the will of God. Notice that. And so uh, these kind of things are uh, important. And uh, at one point or the other, we must be deeply involved in pursuing the will of God for our lives. And then gradually you begin to get a concern for others based on um, that same weight and that desire that comes from God. Hallelujah. And that should be a fire and a zeal and a desire in us. Hallelujah. So I believe that if we are praying this kind of prayers, then we should expect that the answers will be seen. Praise God in a message, in, in the way uh, the Spirit of God will feed that church and guide that church because these kind of prayers are being offered hallelujah and so uh, don't don't kick against it do not uh, refuse it and resist it try to agree with it try to yield to it knowing that such prayers are being prayed that uh, we are complete in all the will of god that's a that's a big thing to be complete in all the will of god wow what an amazing thought just to be accomplished in the will of God. So praise God that we uh, want to do these things. And because we can read English language, uh, we are just reading. Hallelujah. Just because we can understand, we are reading. And we're not excluding, uh, you know, ourselves. We are including ourselves in these things. Hallelujah. That we want to stand perfect and complete in all the will of God. Hallelujah. Amen. And so let us pursue these things prayerfully, even as we know the day of the Lord is approaching. Amen. Hallelujah. One of our uh, common scriptures may be found also in uh, Hebrews, the 10th chapter. You know, we are constantly harping on some things. Verse 25, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is. Praise God. So there is a possibility that, uh, you know, one can be caught up by chance in, in a habit, you know. 
uh, you know, you just maybe you skip some gatherings, you skip some uh, assembling of the saints, and as time goes, it becomes a habit, and then you know you kind of uh, not there really. But then there's another which is uh, you know an arrogant type where you are standing against uh, the assembling of saints. You know that's a different one completely. And so uh, if you are by chance overtaken in the habit of uh, not assembling, that's a different case from a hard-hearted refusal to gather. Amen. And sometimes people are bothered about whether we left the 99 and went after the one. Praise God. And all of those kind of thoughts can be there. Now we will be under pressure to go after one if it is by, you know, a habit of missing out. But if there is a hardness and a uh, antagonistic sort of standing against the gathering of the saints, uh, we will not be coming after you. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. We, we know that it is uh, now deep set and that such a person has desired after thought and uh, to stand against the gathering of the saints. Uh, so we will not be coming after such people. Um, but we will be inclined to be interested in people who, by sake of habit, you know, just, uh, you know, being sort of blurry in their whole uh, God life, so to speak. And so by chance they just miss and then it becomes a habit. But in, in some cases, there's definitely a standing against the plan of God and refusing uh, to be, let's say, wearing the yoke that was originally supposed to be ours. Amen. And so the Bible goes on to say, but exhorting one another. See, so this is for uh, the whole burden of God, which is that we are drawn closer Notice, so much the more as you see the day approaching. So this is for those who say, you know what, hey, I know the day is approaching. And uh, I've been sloughing off. I've been kind of like not really on the ball here. I've just been doing whatever I feel like and it has just happened like this. You know, it's for such. But for those who have decided that they are not interested and uh, they would rather just be saved and remain like that, there's not much we may be able to do, praise God. But for those who, uh, you know, just got overtaken by some other pursuit here and there, and by chance, uh, it just became a habit, there is more of emphasis uh, in that kind of person here, praise God. So uh, it's not our harping on people to gather but it is God's heart, and he knows there is a will and a plan for the saints, for each one. And he, his desire is that we fulfill that plan. His desire is that we, are, we stand complete in all of that. Hallelujah. Especially as you see the day approaching. Never before in the history of the world have you seen so many, so many uh, nations getting ready for the ultimate war. They can, they can tell. Everybody's somehow or the other, definitely expecting a war. And that war is coming, as the word of God says. And we have 
a duty to lift up our heads as we see that day approach. Amen. Uh, and not just be too earthbound, hallelujah, but rather consider that there is a plan of God for each of our lives, that we want to stand complete in it. We want to stand uh, there in a place of, I have done it. I have done all that I was called to do. I have done all I was created to do. Hallelujah. And so every assembling of the brethren is to make that more and more uh, possible. Hallelujah. And that we are specially called out and chosen out of this world, out of the darkness that is enveloping everybody to do the plan of God. Hallelujah. Called out ones. And so the called out ones can see they are not going to be overtaken like a thief in the night, but they are of the light. And so they can see that day approaching. And that day is not going to be like a shock. Hallelujah. We are not going to be shocked by that day when we shall go home and be with the Lord in that great rapture. Praise God. And so we are not the ones who are ignorant of these things. But after we leave, then there's going to be a coming uh, you know, as a thief in the night for those who have missed the great opportunity to be part of the saints. Hallelujah. But as far as we know, we are the saved ones. Hallelujah. We are the called out ones. Thank God for that. Out of darkness into the marvelous light. Hallelujah. To show forth the praises of him who called us out of darkness into his marvelous light. Amen. So it is important to be able to know that that is the will of God. Hallelujah. Notice out of 1 Peter chapter 2 verse 9, but you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood. Hallelujah. And holy nation, a peculiar people, that you should show forth the praises of him who has called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. So there you go, you know, uh, you don't have to be wondering what's the will of God for my life. You are already a chosen generation. You are a royal priesthood. You're a priest and you're a king. You're a holy nation. Praise God. You are a peculiar people. You're peculiar, but you're not weird. You're, you're definitely peculiar. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. That you should show forth the praises of him. Who has called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. There, there is the plan of God just neatly written out there. Praise God. It goes on. Which in time past were not a people. This is a prophecy from the Old Testament. And uh, you know God is just being gracious in fulfilling these things from the book of Hosea. You know he's writing to us today as people who have known and received this great mercy of God. He says, you were in time not a people. We were known as goim or nations. But now we are the people of God. Hallelujah. Which had not obtained mercy, but now have obtained mercy. Praise God, praise God, praise God. Can you see how much mercy is involved in all of this? Glory to God. Hallelujah. Now we have obtained mercy. Thank you, Jesus. It's the mercy of God that has brought us out into a place where without really doing anything, <laughs> ignorant people who had no clue of what was going on in various thoughts, we have been chosen. Praise God. 
chosen and a king and a priest, a holy person. Thank God, a peculiar, a special chosen group, handpicked to show forth the praises of him. Glory to God, who has called us out of darkness into this marvelous light. Amen. So there is a call on our lives to be free from darkness. Hallelujah. A general call to each one of us to not go embracing the darkness, but to separate ourselves from the darkness. Ha, ha, ha. And enjoy the marvelous light. Praise God. Hallelujah. To show forth the praises of him who called. Notice that. The praises of him who has called us out of darkness. This is talking to a whole generation of people. It's not just, you know, uh, the, you know one person. Oh, but that's for the full-time person. That's for this guy and that guy. No, it's a whole generation. Each person who is a believer here has to show forth the praises of him who has called us out of darkness into his marvelous light. Amen. And so as a church, we want to be able to be involved in that and, uh, you know, put our effort into it. And that is why there has to be a gathering. Amen. I was just thinking, suppose they say you have to now lock down and shut down again. Maybe some of us will be very happy. But on the other hand, you may not be happy because you're going to be stuck at home listening to these things. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. But we must not forget that our prayers and desires have been heard by God. And God is saying, yeah, I want to prepare you so that you stand perfect and complete in all the will of God. And if it takes a shutdown and a lockdown, <laughs> he's going to be answering the prayer. Amen. Hallelujah. Of course, you can flip the channel, but then, you know, we could say that the church did it. We at least made every effort to make sure that each one was able to be prevented from, you know, just living in the, the darkness out there and showing forth the praises of him who called us out of darkness into his marvelous light. So this is not just something to gratify, you know, our feelings that, oh, the place was full of people or anything like that. It is because there is a desire in the heart of God uh, by which we were given mercy. You know, to be the ones that are called out of darkness into his marvelous light. And to show forth the praises of him that called us out of darkness into the marvelous light. Hallelujah. And uh, we have to see that God has done an amazing work in pouring out such mercy upon us. Amen. And we should not be ignorant of this and just run around like everybody else who is out there. Hallelujah. So this is not the reason why we are doing what we are doing. And we won't force you if you have hardened yourself and are not interested. We won't force you. We have prayed and we continue to pray. But some of us have not understood that you have your will also. You have your choice. And God is not going to be grabbing you and forcing you against your will to enjoy his benefits. Praise God. You have very much to do with it. He has already poured out his mercy, amazing mercy to, to make us a generation that is called out and a priesthood. A holy priest is what we become 
in this new birth. Isn't that amazing? Hallelujah. So we need to be able to see all of that while we live down here. Amen. Let's see if we can read 1 Peter 2, 9 and 10 also in Canada. Praise God. You know, in light of all that, Peter, who was not perfect, notice that none of the people in this book are perfect. Not even one, except for the Lord Jesus who came, you know, in a human uh, nature, flesh kind of disguise, you may say. He was the only perfect one. He was the sinless, spotless Lamb of God, born of a virgin. Everyone else had their own challenges and problems and, you know, failures. Some heavily uh, clear, some uh, not so evident. But Peter definitely was not perfect. In fact, he's famous for having denied the Lord three times. You know, and in that condition... The Lord said, I prayed for you that your faith fail not. Hallelujah. And when you are returned, strengthen the brethren. Amen. That kind of truth is hidden in the scripture that there is someone praying for us. Hallelujah. 24-7. And the reason for it is to be able to strengthen the brethren. Hallelujah. Amen. To uh, have a heart to... Uh, build up brethren, not drive them away, but build them up. Praise God. Help them to be found in the will of God. Not be the one that is responsible for driving them away from the will of God. Amen. Hallelujah. So uh, in that kind of thinking, a person who's very familiar with all of this, Peter himself, he says in verse 11, Dearly beloved, I beseech you as strangers and pilgrims. He says, we are strangers. Yeah, we, we are strangers, but we are not strange. Amen. <laughs> you know, we look just like everybody else. We may even dress to some level like them. Amen. But we are strangers. We are pilgrims. We are just passing through. This is not our home. Don't be fooled. This is not your home. I was in Kerala recently, you know, and my father has these uh, interesting the seasons in his life where he suddenly starts thinking about, you know, uh, the last breath and all of that, you know. And so we were involved in a few conversations there again about, oh, well, you know, I decided to buy a cellar for my, uh, you know, grave and all that for the family so that, you know, I don't have to worry about that. Because the church I was going to, you know, I asked them about it and they didn't give me any good answers, you know, and all of that kind of stuff, you know. So we want you to know that you don't have to worry if you die, we'll bury you. <laughs> I mean, people leave churches for such kind of reasons. <laughs> and it was, you know, he spent a few minutes, pretty long minutes, just talking about these kind of things, you know. And I, 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 I said that that's all good, but I read First Thessalonians 4 about how we're going to be quickened in an instant. Our bodies, even if they were eaten up by, you know, 
monsters in the sea would still come together. And he was aware of it and he said yes, but still, you know, that was his concern that it should be, you know, the, it becomes the body. And the body, you know, it, nobody wants the body to hang around there. They want to bury it. They want to get rid of the body. Isn't that interesting that a person immediately becomes the body after that? And the body is going to be dumped off and left. All that the body did is going to end up six feet under or wherever else you are. And uh, we won't be very interested in the body after that. See? So the idea of being interested in the body now uh, should be also taken with a grain of salt, so to speak. We should, uh, you know, uh, know that there is a body that makes demands on us, but I'm telling you, when things come to the last breath, you won't be so bothered about the body. Hallelujah. The thing that is going to be most important is going to be, what did I do in the will of God? Amen. So let's realize that we are just strangers and pilgrims. Hallelujah. It is wisdom to understand that we are just strangers and pilgrims. Amen. So if you're wondering about all of those things, yes, we will bury, but uh, all of us are going to face that one of these days. If Jesus doesn't come tonight, there is still a possibility that any one of us could just, you know, draw our last breath. Hallelujah. So while we still have life, while we still have breath, we can make, you know, some adjustments and plan towards the will of God. Amen. By just saying, you know, forgive me. I've been involved in other pursuits like everybody else. Hallelujah. I have been caught up in this and that, but I realize I'm a stranger. I am just passing through. I'm a tourist. This is not my home. This is not my final destination. My body may be dropped in a grave, but, you know, I myself are on my way to my father's house. Hallelujah. And it is his desire for me that I stand complete in all of his will. Praise God. And so we must remember that this is actually what we are here for. Amen. The other things are all actually to help us to, uh, to enable people, help them to see that, that there is a heaven to gain, a hell to shun. There is a life that is coming even in the ages ahead of us. Praise God. Where God desires that all of us stand complete, perfect in all of his will. Praise God. So uh, thank God these are all connected. Man who was not perfect, who failed. He said, I beseech you as strangers and pilgrims, abstain from fleshly lusts. All of us have that. All of us have fleshly lusts, which war against the soul. How about that? Suddenly, uh, you know, your flesh becomes an opposite, and he's warring against our soul. Isn't that interesting? Amen. Our flesh bears within it certain desires, which can war against the soul, which can fight against our soul. And it's all about the salvation of the soul. Amen. God wants us to be able to gain our soul. Hallelujah. To get the complete soul, which is also thinking like a saved person. Your spirit is not the only person that's saved now. 
your soul is also in harmony with that saved spirit. Amen. Praise God. And uh, so we are here by God's plan, not by mistake, to help each one, including ourselves, stay in that place where we realize what God wants and abstain from things that will hinder us. Amen. Praise God. And of course the amens are very loud even right now. Because because it is true. Because it is true. Hallelujah. Peter has done his own part and has gone home. And he's part of the heavenly witnesses, the cloud of witnesses, you know, and they are watching us. Amen. And from people who have gone ahead and seen these things and then still come back to the earth, they say that, you know, they don't know everything about us, but they know when we make godly decisions, that our lives have changed. Wow. Isn't that interesting? So how about that? The, the, the newspaper in heaven carries some items like this. That guy has changed, you know. His life is moving in the positive direction. Wow. And when you show up on, in the portals of heaven, you say, yeah, we knew when you made that adjustment. Wow. Praise God. You know, that's when we will understand that there was, <laughs> it was not a gossip column, but some things are open in your life that are available for others to see. Hallelujah. That we are an open book. Praise God. We think we're a closed book, but we're an open book. But 1 John 1, 9 is very powerful in the midst of all of this. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. I think we've read, you know, First Peter 2, uh, even that 11th verse. Not yet. Or let's hear that also as we plan. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. So we need to be careful, you know, about, uh, you know, just generally living. Because, uh, praise God, it is true. We are tourists. We are just passing through. And that's the fact. And so God will help us to do this thing. Amen. We have prayers. We have whole groups of people who are wanting us to gather, you know, and they have a zeal and a fire for that. And that is what their whole life's desire is, to help people gather and, uh, you know, come in line with God. So much has been put in place by God. Amen. And we, we should just realize that you're not the only one who has, uh, you know, pressures that are warring against the soul. All of us, we are going through these things. Amen. And so it's better to gather and receive strength and edification to be built up so that we can do the will of God and not have regrets eventually. Praise God. So this is what it's all about. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Notice here in 2 Corinthians, the fourth chapter, he says, uh, verse 1, Therefore, seeing we have this ministry, as we have received mercy, we faint not. 
Amen. This great mercy has been applied to us. And then in certain people's lives, it has been given to them even more. Praise God. He, he goes on to say in verse 2, what plagues all of us, but we have renounced the hidden things of dishonesty, not walking in craftiness, nor handling the word of God deceitfully, but by manifestation of the truth, commending ourselves to every man's conscience in the sight of God. Amen. See this kind of depth of language. He's trying to communicate that he is doing his part to renounce hidden things, dishonest things, not walk craftily, even not using the word craftily, but to be, you know, open before God in the truth so that every man's conscience can see that, you know, and perceive that this is the this is coming from a pure heart. This is coming from pure desires. Hallelujah. To live before God. Amen. And verse 3 continues. If our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost. We are not the, the lost ones. This gospel is not supposed to be hid to us. It's supposed to be something open to all of us. Amen. As believers. In whom the God of this world has blinded the minds of them which believe not. Lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. So we don't have that excuse that we are blinded by the God of this world. Amen. The gospel is here for us. And we are the ones who are illuminated. We have received a revelation and we are sons of God. We are chosen. We are the priests. We are the holy ones. Hallelujah. In a dark world, we are the ones with the light of God. Praise God. And we show forth the praises of him who called us out of darkness into his marvelous light. Praise God. And these kind of thoughts are not supposed to be strange to us. Amen. We are, we are not blinded. Hallelujah. Amen. We preach not ourselves, but Christ Jesus the Lord and ourselves, your servants, for Jesus' sake. Amen. So we become people conscious of serving. Amen. Hallelujah. We are here to serve others. Amen. And, uh, you know, it, it goes against our uh, fleshly lusts. You know, our flesh immediately says, no, that's a no-brainer. Oh, no, no, that's not for me. You know, there's an instant rising up there. For God who commanded light to shine out of darkness has shined in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. Wow. Praise God. Hallelujah. Can you see how much light we are actually uh, open to? How much light we can receive? How much uh, we can see in this gospel? We can actually see the glory of God in the face of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amazing. This is what we're called to out of the darkness. This is our call to see the glory of God in the face of Jesus. Not always the glory of the world in the face of Netflix and all that. Amen. The world has its glory and the glory of it all. Amen. The kingdoms of the world and all of his glory were used to tempt Jesus. And he did not bow. Thank God he did not. 
It has glory. It has a shine. It has a lucre. You know, it has a, the ability to uh, trap our thoughts. Amen. Shined in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus. Amen. I know. We are not the ones who say that, uh, you know, the, the television is the idiot box. There was a time when, you know, uh, um, you know, people considered the television as the idiot box. That only idiots would sit there and watch it. Hallelujah. We have transcended all that and the, the television is friendly toward us because the gospel also goes through the television. Amen. But you should not forget that you can flip the channel and immediately everything will change. <laughs> and we may not see the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus. We will see some other light. Amen. Another glory will be seen. Amen. Some of us, we may not be caught in the bars, in the dark dives here and there, but definitely the world will show its glory to us. Amen. It will, it will, and our soul will side with that. Our soul will take, uh, you know, uh, opposition. Praise God. If we are not going to enforce certain things to our soul, it will go against us. It will actually join the opposition of the flesh. And uh, these are the realities that all of us are facing. Hallelujah. All of us. And Jesus, you know, as our representative, had to face it for all of us. Praise God. And thank God he won. He defeated each of those temptations and stood to the end. Hallelujah. Verse 7 continues, we have this treasure in earthen vessels. Hmm. Wow. We have treasure. Treasure. Praise God. God's treasure is on the inside of us. We are precious because of that. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. We are his treasure. We are his people. We are his own precious ones that he gave his own lifeblood for. We have this treasure in earthen vessels. Notice that the vessel that is carrying it is just an earthen vessel. It's a pot. Amen. I, I know that some pots are very precious, that we keep them from generation to generation. But honestly, <laughs> that pot can just break. And that's the end of that. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. No matter how precious it is, it can break. And that's the end of that. But there is an incorruptible, unbreakable thing in us called the treasure of God. Hallelujah. Praise God. And we carry it with us. The excellency of the power. That's what we are carrying. The excellency of the power of God is on the inside of us. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. 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 Verse 7 says, we have this treasure in earthen vessels. That the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. Amen. So in line with that, we want to make it clear that God is working. And can work through each one of us. Amen. And that's what we're here for. To allow God to work even more through each of us. That the vessel of earth 
will be used to glorify God. Amen. Before it breaks or gives up. Or in our case we believe Jesus will transform us in an instant. And immediately we'll have a glorious vessel. Till today the vessel is not yet glorious in that manner. Praise God. It is still earthen. But the treasure on the inside of us. Glory to God. Is the excellency of the power of God. Hallelujah. It's God's own Holy Ghost power. That created everything. Thank you Jesus. Hallelujah. Is it the same power? That raised Jesus from the dead. Is it the same power that created everything? Yes. The same power. The same mighty Holy Spirit. Living inside each one of us. Imagine. That power can be stifled. And resisted and refused. And made as though there is nothing inside us. Nothing special. How weird is that? And we can actually be like anybody else. Insignificant. And just earthen vessels. Wow. It's possible. It's possible to behave as though we are nothing at all. We are the same as everybody else. Praise God. Hallelujah. And each one of us can do that. Peter himself denied the Lord. Hallelujah. But you know he he did not have the Holy Spirit living inside him that time. Sometimes believers forget that. You know, we have the power of the living God, the resurrection power on the inside of us. And uh, sometimes people who have not been, you know, um, let's say wicked and then got saved, but they were born into saved houses and salvation was so cheap that they just became saved when they were three and four and their children already saved. They don't understand that... uh, It's a privilege to just stay like that. (laughs) Just to remain in that condition. And not having to go and taste what the world had. What affected others. You don't have to taste all that. And wreck your life. And then finally accept that you have this great treasure inside. Amen. Praise God. It's interesting that Peter was not born again when he failed like that. Was he perfect after he got saved? No. Not even Paul was perfect. Praise God. Hallelujah. None of them were perfect. But a consciousness now was introduced that now they are carrying treasure. Now they are carrying amazing potential. Now they are carrying the power of God that raised Jesus from the dead. The power of creation dwells on the inside of them. Hallelujah. And that now they can side with that power and give the power more of its glory, you know, and allow that power rather than uh, just have to deal with flesh and the world. Amen. Praise God. So sometimes, you know, we see this kind of hidden desire among those who got saved very young without knowing the world to want to go and see what's out there kind of you know test it put their feet in it and you know live it and then and then say okay i know it's a wicked world they've been insulated and preserved in a godly home and kept you know but they somehow is a glamour out there because they think they're being deprived of something that's so great 
Meanwhile, we are carrying treasure. (laughs) How opposite is this? Amen. People are going looking for treasures. We are carrying treasure. People are looking for lost goals and uh, gold and they're looking for, you know, ships sunken under the sea with so-called uh, treasures. And we are the ones carrying treasure. <laughs> Woo, people spend all their lives trying to find out how they can hit the jackpot and the treasure. But we are the ones carrying the treasure. Hallelujah. Amen. It's very interesting. For us to begin to see our true value in the spirit and begin to lift that up above all else is what it's all about. That we are carrying God's treasure, the excellency of God's power. Hallelujah. You know, to lift that up and make it higher than everything else and pursue that is our whole life. The pursuit of making that which is excellent. What is excellent? Power of God in our lives is excellent. Amen. The life and power and nature of that power in us is what is excellent. And we want to go in that direction. Other things, they have their leer and their, their, their lucre and their shine and their you know, magnetism. But nothing compares. After that body has been dumped in the grave, what are you looking for after that? Is that the end of it all? No, that's when we look for excellent stuff. Things that are higher than all of that. Where there's a light that never goes out. Where there's a glory that never fades. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. That's what we were created for. We were not just created to be dumped in a grave and covered up. Hallelujah. We were created to continue forever beholding and showing the glory of God oh hallelujah praise the Lord but we all have these problems all of us and that is why all of us have to gather and arrange ourselves around these things just to help one another to stay in that place where we know who we are and what we're carrying and become more conscious of that than anything else Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. What an amazing thing we have on the inside of us. I think we've read a few verses, but I think not at all. Praise God. Let's read them from the beginning of the fourth chapter all the way down to, uh, let's see, maybe up to verse uh, 7. ಆದರೆ Devara Pratirupa Vagiruva Kristana Prabhavanu Torisuva Mahimeya Suvati Ivarali Prakashisabara Dindui Prapanchada Devaru Nambike Iladavara Manasanu Mankumadidane Namanu Nave Allah Adare Namanu Yesuvina Nimitanimma Seva Karendu Kartanada Krista Yesuvane Sarutive 
ಕತ್ತಲೆಯೊಳಗಿಂದ ಬೆಳಕು ಹೊಳೆಯಲಿ ಎಂದು ಆಜ್ಞಾಪಿಸಿದ ದೇವರು ತಾನೇ ಯೇಸು ಕ್ರಿಸ್ತನ ಮುಖದಲ್ಲಿ ತೋರುವ ದೇವಪ್ರಭಾವ ಜ್ಞಾನವೆಂಬ ಪ್ರಕಾಶವನ್ನು ಕೊಡುವುದಕ್ಕಾಗಿ ನಮ್ಮ ಹೃದಯಗಳಲ್ಲಿ ಹೊಳೆದನು ಬಲಾಧಿಕ್ಯವು ನಮ್ಮದಲ್ಲ ಅದು ದೇವರದಾಗಿರುವ ಹಾಗೆ ಈ ನಿಕ್ಷೇಪವು ಮಣ್ಣಿನ ಘಟಗಳಲ್ಲಿ ನಮಗುಂಟು that was peter we heard and so we are you know being drawn towards that by both of these men by the same spirit they are driving us towards this fact that all of those things are just temporary we are just passing through that reality is going to be more uh, clear as you grow older as your body starts to kick in and uh, go against Uh, your desire to enjoy everlasting youth praise god there's a desire inside that we know that wants to run and play and jump like as though you are just a kid again but as you get older you begin to realize that you have to contend with some natural forces that are trying to hinder you as you fellowship with older people you realize that inside they they think like that that they are very young they think they are you know they are masters of the internet also yeah they are very active social uh, media people they send you you know f- uh, one after the other especially those who uh, you know are not very close to you you know they will be sending you media again and again because you are not their son or their you know direct relative they they want to be considered just like you but have the advantage of age and respect also praise god and you will not know that unless you fellowship with such people that inside them they actually think they are as young as anybody else and you know and and they're just trying to cope with that like everybody else praise god very interesting and so don't be fooled you if you if god doesn't send jesus soon we also will have to deal with that <laughs> see this is all wisdom just knowing what it's like that all of us are going through these things they are, they're just coming on us like gravity trying to grab some uh, thing in our life and make us limited but the real person is the soul that has to adjust to the saved life Hallelujah and your spirit and your soul are going back with you even if your body's dropped in the grave hallelujah which will one day also join your spirit and soul in the mighty rapture hallelujah but essential soul must be changed into a place where you are zealous and desirous of showing God and his life that when somebody's soul was taken apart and inspected their main desire was to glorify god to show forth the praises of him not ourselves who called us out of darkness into his marvelous light that becomes clear only after the body's dumped and the person realizes so what what am i doing what what is my life about it is to show him the part that would have shown ourselves is dumped there that cannot do anything now it's just left 
So what is now you are fully submitted. You are completely submitted because that one has left there. You have a soul and a spirit that now realizes there's only God. It's all about him. Amen. So that body houses within it a possibility to not make us submit to God. To war against God. To stand against God. And, you know, praise God until... That happens one day, and I I believe Jesus will take us out of here soon, so some of us may not die like that. But that day will be a day when we realize it was all about Him. Hallelujah. To show forth the praises of Him. Not really our praise. You know, even a testimony sometimes can be kind of tuned to give us praise. Have you noticed that? It's about showing off something about us. Amen. And God wants to praise us, but let him do it. Amen. Amen. One day he will praise us. One day he will honor us. And that's why we're going through the trials of faith and living down here with the word of God. Amen. But let him do it. Praise God. Can you see that we should not get stuck in all of that, but we should know I want to stand perfect and complete in all the will of God. Hallelujah. Amen. So all of these kind of thoughts are out there, you know, and um, thank God we, we don't want to be hoodwinked, cheated, conned out of it while we're still here. We want to realize that we can do what we were created to do. We can stand before that throne and say, thank God, at least uh, we did what we ought to do. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. So, you know, when a person who is older is not going to church and not in fellowship, there's not much difference. Even though he's saved or she's saved, there's not much difference. You can see in the allotment of time, their daily programs, they are very much like anybody else out there. Praise God. So we are the ones who can actually make a difference. And see another level of life and purpose in God. Otherwise, there's no difference. Even though we carry this treasure on the inside of us. We are just like anybody else. But he wants to remind us, you're a stranger. You're a pilgrim. You're just passing through. And uh, we roll up our eyes. Oh, here we go again. Oh. But that all becomes real when that body's dumped there. And it goes, it's true, man. Like that it goes, you know. We don't want to be like that. Praise God. Hallelujah. There will be some level of regret for all of us. That's why he will wipe away tears. We will all say, I could have done something. I could have done the right thing. I could have done some more. Praise God. So with all of this, you know, before us, we pray certain prayers. Amen. We, make, we, we switch from the natural to the heavenly mode with such kind of prayers. They are so high. Amen. They are so above all of this mundane, normal life out there. That we may stand perfect and complete in all the will of God. Where does that come from? And to have a zeal like that, not just for yourself, but others out there also. Wow. That's God. Hallelujah. 
Amen. So that's why we are reading these things. You know, studying them, gathering around them. And we want to do it even more because of these reasons that we are not, uh, you know, blind. We are not held by the God of this world. We are the ones who received light. We are the ones who have this treasure. We are the ones who cannot say that we are blinded anymore. We can be deluded. We can be cheated. But we are actually in the spirit. We are actually alive to God. Hallelujah. Amen. So we, we need to surround our thinking with all of this. And that is why we have these kind of programs. And it's not to hold anybody down. We are not the problem. We are part of the solution. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. God help us. God help us. That's why we pray these prayers. And we want to pray them again and again. And even more. Hallelujah. Because there's treasure on the inside of us. God's own treasure. What did you do with the treasure I left with you? Amen. Things like that. Can you imagine him asking, what did you do with the treasure that I put inside you? Did you show just yourself or did you show the excellency of that power? Praise God. And uh, so on. All of us are going through stuff. Verse 8 says, we are troubled on every side, yet not distressed. What makes us not to be distressed? Ah, when you think, I'm saved. I've got the power of God on the inside of me. Thank God. Even if I drop dead right now, I'm going to heaven. Hallelujah. Amen. We're all troubled on every side. Praise God. Not distressed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. We are not given up totally because we know there's one part of us that's completely God. It's the same nature and therefore it carries the mighty Holy Spirit. Persecuted but not forsaken. Cast down but not destroyed. Even if they lock you in a jail and throw away the, the key and give you no attention. You know one day you're going straight to heaven. Amen. Imagine they say you are in the most you know, dangerous security maximum security jail once you're inside it that's the end there's no case nobody visits you nothing you'll just start praying in tongues and shouting and singing <laughs> finally nobody can pester me hallelujah i can just sing and fellowship with god <laughs> no tv no nothing glory to god you will be driven to that place where you say ah Finally, I can just worship him. I can praise him like I never praised him before because I didn't have time. Why? Because there's a part of you that you know, ah, finally we can enjoy God. It's not going to be miserable for you. Have you thought about that? For the believer, it's really not miserable. You can just cancel out. Okay, while I was in the world, you know, people did not really bother about me then. When they wanted something, they came. You can cross it out loud. Now you're just in a cell with God. And even if they don't feed you for the rest of your days, you can just fast and praise God and finally go home. <laughs> Have you ever thought about that? I think about these things. We are living in a world that doesn't want us. Amen. It's actually a favor if they lock you. If they torture you and kill you, it's a bit... Abrupt. 
And then you have to go to heaven in a hurry and just enjoy heaven. But if they lock you and forget about you, that's different. It's, you can just be enjoying, enjoying God like never before. Hallelujah. Have you thought about it? You need to think about it. Persecuted but not forsaken. Why? Because God will never leave you. He will never forsake you. Cast down but not destroyed. Ha ha ha. Always bearing about in the body the dying of the Lord Jesus. That the life also of Jesus might be made manifest in our body. Hallelujah. It's all about manifesting his life. That's all it is. Amen. Everything that we are going to be putting in place should be for the manifestation of that life in our body, in these bodies. Amen. Hallelujah. It's wonderful reading all the way. Notice verse 13. We having the same spirit of faith. According as it is written, I believe, therefore have I spoken. We also believe and therefore speak. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And it continues, knowing that he which raised up the Lord Jesus shall raise up us also. Can you see the end of the story there? Hallelujah. By Jesus and shall present us with you. That great presentation with everybody. That is our ultimate hope. Glory to God. Hallelujah. For all things are for your sakes, that the abundant grace might through the thanksgiving of many redound to the glory of God. (laughs) It's all about glory to God, glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. All of this is for thank you, Lord. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All of that. For which cause we faint not. Verse 16. This is why we are not giving up and, you know, quitting. We faint not. Though our outward man perish, yet the inward man is renewed day by day. Amen. Hallelujah. The man on the inside is getting filled His spirit is already, thank God, saved. But that soul person is getting a fresh burst of this thinking again and again, again and again. And he's able to stay in that place. And thereby move everything in that direction. Hallelujah. Till the body is either dropped in the grave or glorified. So it's about getting the soul to be uh, constantly Bombarded, so to speak, with these kind of thoughts. He gets renewed through the knowledge of him. Amen. Hallelujah. There's a knowledge that renews us. Praise God. A knowing of these things. And that is what we are about. The more we know these things, the more we become, uh, you know, people who are enjoying the benefit of it. We're not here to... You know, stop anybody. We're here to encourage people. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Let's uh, hear these verses also in Canada and then see if we can add up. 
ಎಲ್ಲಾ ಕಡೆಗಳಲ್ಲಿ ನಮಗೆ ಕಳವಳವಿದ್ದರೂ ನಾವು ಸಂಕಟ ಪಡುವವರಲ್ಲ ನಾವು ದಿಕ್ಕು ಕಾಣದವರಾಗಿದ್ದರೂ ಕೇವಲ ದೆಸೆಗೆಟ್ಟವರಲ್ಲ ಹಿಂಸೆ ಪಡುವವರಾಗಿದ್ದರೂ ಕೈಬಿಡಲ್ಪಟ್ಟವರಲ್ಲ ಕೆಡವಲ್ಪಟ್ಟವರಾಗಿದ್ದರೂ ನಾಶವಾದವರಲ್ಲ ಯೇಸುವಿನ ಜೀವವು ನಮ್ಮ ದೇಹದಲ್ಲಿ ಉಂಟೆಂದು ತೋರಿ ಬರುವುದಕ್ಕಾಗಿ ಕರ್ತನಾದ ಯೇಸುವಿನ ಮರಣವನ್ನು ನಾವು ಯಾವಾಗಲೂ ದೇಹದಲ್ಲಿ ಹೊರುತ್ತಾ ಇದ್ದೇವೆ ಯಾಕಂದರೆ ಯೇಸುವಿನ ಜೀವವು ಸಹ ನಮ್ಮ ಮತ್ಯ ಶರೀರದಲ್ಲಿ ಉಂಟೆಂದು ತೋರಿ ಬರುವುದಕ್ಕಾಗಿ ಬದುಕಿರುವ ನಾವು ಯೇಸುವಿನ ನಿಮಿತ್ತ ಯಾವಾಗಲೂ ಮರಣಕ್ಕೆ ಒಪ್ಪಿಸಲ್ಪಡುತ್ತಾ ಇದ್ದೇವೆ ಹೀಗೆ ನಮ್ಮಲ್ಲಿ ಮರಣವು ನಿಮ್ಮಲ್ಲಿ ಜೀವವು ಪ್ರವರ್ತಿಸುತ್ತದೆ ಹೀಗಿದ್ದರೂ ನಾನು ನಂಬಿದೆನು ಆದದರಿಂದ ಮಾತನಾಡಿದೆನು ಎಂದು ಬರೆಯಲ್ಪಟ್ಟಿರುವ ಪ್ರಕಾರ ನಂಬಿಕೆಯ ಆತ್ಮವನ್ನೇ ಹೊಂದಿ ನಾವು ಸಹ ನಂಬುತ್ತೇವೆ ಆದದರಿಂದ ಮಾತನಾಡುತ್ತೇವೆ ಕರ್ತನಾದ ಯೇಸುವನ್ನು ಎಬ್ಬಿಸಿದಾತನು ನಮ್ಮನ್ನು ಸಹ ಯೇಸುವಿನ ಮುಖಾಂತರ ಎಬ್ಬಿಸಿ ನಿಮ್ಮ ಜೊತೆಯಲ್ಲಿ ನಿಲ್ಲಿಸುವನೆಂದು ತಿಳಿದವರಾಗಿದ್ದೇವೆ ಅವೆಲ್ಲವುಗಳು ನಿಮಗಾಗಿಯೇ ಇರುತ್ತವೆ ಅವುಗಳಲ್ಲಿ ಅಧಿಕವಾಗಿ ದೊರಕುವ ಕೃಪೆಯು ಬಹುಜನರೊಳಗೆ ಕೃತಜ್ಞತೆಯನ್ನು ಹುಟ್ಟಿಸುವುದರಿಂದ ದೇವರಿಗೆ ಹೆಚ್ಚಾದ ಮಹಿಮೆಯನ್ನು ಉಂಟು ಮಾಡುವುದು ಈ ಕಾರಣದಿಂದ ನಾವು ಧೈರ್ಯವೆಡುವುದಿಲ್ಲ ಆದರೆ ನಮ್ಮ ಹೊರ ಮನುಷ್ಯನು ನಾಶವಾಗುತ್ತಾ ಇದ್ದರೂ ನಮ್ಮ ಒಳ ಮನುಷ್ಯನು ದಿನೇ ದಿನೇ ಹೊಸಬನಾಗುತ್ತಾ ಇರುವನು continues to receive these kind of thoughts amen and that's why uh, more than just the eventual plan and will of god for your life there's also a daily plan he teach me to number my days that i might apply my heart to wisdom so we want a daily uh, let's call it bombardment of our soul with these kind of thoughts so that we can show forth the praises of him who called us out of darkness into his marvelous light praise god and uh, you know in your day which is full of all kinds of activity being able to think like this during that day is what makes the day different hallelujah amen so in in uh, peter's writing again second peter chapter 1 He's writing to people like us. He says, Simon Peter is servant and an apostle of Jesus Christ to them that have obtained like precious faith with us through the righteousness of God and our Savior Jesus Christ. Thank God he's talking to all of us. Grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. How many of you need grace? Oh, yeah. How many of you need peace? Oh, thank God we, we do in the midst of all of that. But it comes through the knowledge of this God and the Lord Jesus Christ. According as His divine power has given unto us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of Him that has called us to glory and virtue. Again, it is knowledge. Hallelujah. Amen. That knowledge translates into peace and peace. ability of god rather than our struggling we relax in the knowledge of that promise hallelujah we just take it as though it is taken care of i don't have to worry god will do what he has to do and you have a blissful life and you're not running after stuff like everybody else hallelujah because of the knowledge of him that called us to glory and virtue notice the call is upward all the time glory and virtue high things amen so your mind is full of that rather than 
struggling with everybody else and all of that stuff. Amen. You have peace. You have ability of God. Grace. Oh, you can relax and trust God. <laughs> Woo, glory to God. But it comes through knowledge. That means a mind that is exposed to it again and again. Whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises. That's why we give the word, the promise. That's why, uh, you know, the best thing that can happen is a church that gives us that. Hallelujah. That has the option. Not just let me pray for you, but here. Take this. And be a part of that work in the soul. And enjoy the benefit. Hallelujah. Amen. Yes, we are praying. That prayer is our prayer. Is what we must pray. But there's also a handing out of precious promises for that time, that season. To be able to rest and not be flustered and, you know, frustrated like the rest of the world. Hallelujah. Exceeding great and precious promises. That is probably one of the verses that says... I don't know how to quantify the preciousness of the promise of God. It is beyond my words. Exceeding great and precious promises. That is God's highest. Amen. The other day we were saying in church, I think it was Sunday. In God's eyes, you know, the promises and the word of God is like cash. Remember that? You are meditating on the word of God Everything else finds your house, your address. Amen. Amen. This is more precious than anything else. It will bring other preciousness to you. Hallelujah. When you say it, when it comes out of your mouth, your head goes like, what did you just say? Because it sounds like, what is that? But that's what he means. This is more uh, precious. It's priceless. There is no amount you can tag on it. In God's eyes, this is the highest. I'll give you this, he says. And as you give your mind to it, as you give your soul to it, other things just come in line. You don't have to run after these things. Of course you do a job. Of course you do something. Because he gives seed to the sower. And bread to the eater. Because there's a principle at the same time. Hallelujah. But this is what is the actual uh, seed that you were born of, that is incorruptible, that lives and abides forever. That if you believed on the Lord Jesus, confessed him with your mouth, believed with your heart, that God raised him from the dead, you're saved. That same seed is given to you again and again and again to get your soul to a place where it can say, I wear his yoke. My yoke is easy. My burden is light. You are not in a struggle mode here. He said, I I go through struggles like everybody else. We just read Paul saying that. But, (laughs) thank God we have this seed inside. We have this life inside. We have this power inside. So I'm not moved. Praise God. Amen. And the more we think like that, the more we fellowship with him in those thoughts. And say, oof, I know what Paul is talking about. I know what Peter is talking about. Exceeding great and precious promises. 
that by these, by these, by these promises, you partake. Ha ha ha. You're not just saved in your spirit, but you are partaking also. Partaking, partaking of the divine nature. God's kind of nature. Having escaped the corruption that's in the world through lust. That's how the whole thing works. Through the exceeding great and precious promises and keeping our soul loaded with it. Excuse me. The knowledge of him who called us out of darkness into the marvelous light. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God, praise God, praise God, praise God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. How many times you go and count the money again and see if it is actually the amount that you thought. Then, is anything missing? Is it the same? We all go through that. Because you have to pay the rent. You have to do this. You have to do that. It's very precious. But this is more precious. Did you get that promise? Did you study that thing? Have you actually received the benefit? Are you enjoying it? That's the way we should be looking at it. More than money. More than gold. More than silver. Praise God. Maybe we should hear this and, and go on. Second Peter 1 uh, verse 1 to 4. And then we'll take a small journey. Yesu Kristana Dasanu Apostalanu Agiruva Simona Petranu Devara Matu Namma Rakshakanada Yesu Kristana Niti in the Namundige Amulyavada Nambike Nubundi the Varige Devara Vishayavagyu Namma Katanada Yesu in a Vishayavagyu Paridnana Unimagi Untagu Vadarali Krupeu Shantiu Hichachagi Doreli Tana Mahimegagyu Gunati Shet Kagyu Namanu Karedatana Vishayavada Paridnana the Mulakavagi Athana Deva Shaktiu Jivaku Bhaktigu Beka the Dilavadanu Namage Dayapalisitu Nivu Loka Dali Durashe in Guntada Kitatana Kitapisikundu Devasva Bava Dali Palanu Vunduvaraga Bekindu Athanu Atyanta Mahatva Ula Mulyavada Vagdana Gadanu Namage Dayapalisidane Praise the Lord. So here we go, you know, all of these preciousnesses become more and more evident, you know, for those who finally drop the body in the grave. Amen. This is a person who has been on the planet for 80 plus years talking. This is his main concern. Hallelujah. So it, it is going to be like that, naturally speaking. Praise God. So what goes in between is what we are talking about. That makes the quality of life different. And expectation different. Hallelujah. Notice how Proverbs 3 talks. Verse 11. My son, despite not the chastening of the Lord, neither be weary of his correction. So God is constantly saying, I want to correct you. I want you to go this way. I want you to go because I know at the end, I don't want you to have any regret. Right? Praise God. So we have seen that. Okay, that's where it ends. Grave, finished. That's that. Now we want to get corrected. So we open ourselves to the correction. For whom the Lord loveth, he corrected. Even as a father, the son in whom he delighted. Sometimes I just stand in my heart and my thoughts before the throne of God and I say you are my father wow 
You are my real father. I opened myself to you. You want me to do the right thing. Wow. I opened my heart to you, my father. You're a real father. Better than any natural father. He says, if your natural father knows how to give good things to you, how much more will your father in heaven give good things to them that ask him? Praise God. This is the one that we are dealing with. This is the real father. Even as a father, the son in whom he delights. He delights in us. Amen. That you in the midst of the darkness accepted him. Wow. Happy. Notice how 13 starts. All of that is for you to be happy. Happy is the man that findeth wisdom. So he's driving us back to the place where you make a wise choice. He says, if you make the right choice, you're a happy guy. Happy is the man that findeth wisdom and the man that getteth understanding. That is what makes us happy. (laughs) For the merchandise of it is better than the merchandise of silver and the gain thereof than fine gold. Praise God. She is more precious than rubies and all the things that thou canst desire. You can desire some stuff, my brother, my sister. We can really desire. If we just let our desire run, you know, we may be in Willy Wonka's chocolate factory. (laughs) You can just go off there and take a vacation in the chocolate factory. Dive into some jello here, you know, swim in some ice cream there, whatever. You know, but this is more than anything you can desire. Not to be compared to wisdom. Length of days is in her right hand. And in her left hand, riches and honor. This is the natural uh, thing that happens. You will live long. You will have riches. You will have honor. Think about the spiritual aspect, how great it must be. If this is the natural product of it, the spiritual realm must be like, Amen. Ways of pleasantness, all her paths are peace. She's a tree of life. You see that? To them that lay hold upon her, happy is everyone that retaineth her. This is the problem. We may not retain her all the time. She can, like Solomon, he did not retain her. At some point he died like a fool, the Bible says. So the retaining is where we want to. We want to stay in a retainer clause. That you are fastened to it. Amen. That you are brought back to it again and again. Because as a father is saying, come back man. You're going off. You're missing it. Come, 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 come. Line us up again. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. I did a small study on rubies the other day. I was, I was just you know, curious. What is this ruby business here? Huh? She's more precious than rubies. So just a small read up on rubies. They're supposed to be red in color. They're compared to blood, life, and so on. Amen. Their uh, main area of mining and where they're found is Bhutan, you know, Burma, to be precise, Myanmar, and India also. You know, places like that. 
And apparently Kublai Khan, one of those great, you know, warriors, was offered a ruby exchange for a, a whole city. Isn't that interesting? Very, very expensive. Some years ago, one carat was $2,400. One carat. Praise God. And they can go from that price to hundreds of thousands for just one. Amen. She's more precious than rubies. You know, more precious than rubies. All things thou canst desire are not to be compared unto her. So in your list of the highest things, this should be number one. Amen. Be filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. Praise God. Hallelujah. So are we trying to go in that direction? We're trying. We want to get it. We want to get it. Hallelujah. Amen. We want to get this right. Pleasant paths of peace. Wow. Happiness. Praise God. All of those things that the world is looking for are there with this great wisdom. Amen. And it starts with a correction. Why do you need wisdom? Because you're going here and there. Praise God. In a world that is totally gone nuts, <laughs> we, need, we need wisdom. Yes. Hallelujah. That's, that's our desire. We all go through this thing. All of us. And we need to be brought back to the knowledge of these exceeding great and precious promises. That we fill our heart with you know, and get builded, founded in it. And we see a tree from that seed rising up. Notice how trees are produced from seeds. Watered, daily cared for. And a tree rises up. It's from the seed that is taken care of. Hallelujah. Amen. And nurtured and grown and trimmed and kept. It's like a tree that you honor and then it honors you. You have spent time at it and it gives you fruits. You have spent hours of your life taking care of that tree. And it brings some yummy fruits to you. It gives you some shade. It looks wonderful. And people look at the tree and say, man, that tree of yours is amazing. Can you see that? But what it stands for is your devotion, your time, stuff that went into that seed that you nurtured and watered and even spoke over and prayed over. People pray over their gardens and things like that. Hallelujah. And it produces stuff that this world cannot give you. Length of days, riches, honor. Hallelujah. Let's see if we can uh, read these things as we close. The 11th. Yeah. Amen. Praise God. 
Thank you for staying with us into this new year and I'm praying, we are believing with you that you will stand perfect and complete in all the will of God. Hallelujah. It is a pleasure enjoying this time of study and we believe for more. Hallelujah. Shall we thank him who's worthy? Thank you, our Father. Truly, our Father, that the Lord Jesus gave us to share with him, our Father. We worship you. We worship you. We worship you. Hallowed be thy name. Holy is your name. Thank you that you are better than any natural father. Your wisdom is pure, first of all. Hallelujah. It's a pure wisdom. Ha, 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 ha. Pure from the heart of your purity, it comes to us. We, we, we revel in it. We thank you for it. We are grateful for it. Nothing in this world compares to it. We can see it even in our limited experience. That nothing in this world can guarantee that you will live long. Nothing in this world can guarantee that you will be rich. Nothing in this world can guarantee any of these things. That you will have good days. That you will have peaceful life. Nothing. But your wisdom does. Your precious promises. Your way of life. Your choices. We thank you, Father. We open ourselves to your correction, your instruction. More and more, Father. Forgive us for times we have messed up. We've gone astray. We've gone here and there in our thinking, in our lifestyle. Whatever it was, in the name of Jesus. This year, we look forward to more. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for being our Father indeed. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. God is good. Amen. If you'd like to give, you can sow a seed and it'll come back to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over. That's God's promise. Amen. The earth will yield uh, men will give to you in Jesus' name. Thank you so much. We are believing with you in Jesus' name. You're blessed. Thank you, team.